Hey everyone, it's Mike. Just want to give you a spoiler warning for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So if you have not seen the movie, please go watch it and come back later when you have watched it. Or if you've already seen it or you just don't care, go right ahead. Hello everyone and welcome back to the MN Marvel Mania podcast. My name is Mike. My name is Nick. And today, recording over Zoom uh, due to a COVID outbreak. Always fun. Uh, apologies for the delayed recording. Um, my sister brought the COVID play into my house, and uh, I wasn't able to see the movie until today. Yeah. So, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2. Nick, I'm really pissed that us and our friends couldn't go see this together, so I had to go see it in the corner of a movie theater, uh, sitting all alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so unfortunate, but this was a crazy film, man. It was definitely one of the more interesting movies I've seen in the theater. It's like you have a new kind of MCU movie that you, that you just haven't seen before. It's like it brings that Sam Raimi horror vibes to the movie. Like, it, it, I felt like, honestly, like, some of the scenes, I was like, it was reminding me of how Sam Raimi did, like, uh, the Spider-Man movies and how, like, the, how scenes would, like, merge into each other and, like, in a certain way. I don't know if you ever got that feeling with that. I mean, this was, this was Raimi the entire time. I mean, you could feel that this was just shot differently. It was, it was completely, it was edited differently. This was not the Marvel formula. If there were ever a movie that didn't, follow the typical marvel formula this this is the one i mean this is this is surprised they didn't get the r rating i'm a little bit surprised because i'm surprised that not in the sense that this is a clearly rated r film because i think a lot of it is tame Mm -hmm. but rainy pushes the envelope a lot here at least for an mcu film he does and i'm just surprised like that they were they did so much like with it like all the horror and ominous vibes that gave off and it was pretty gory too and it's like oh yeah (laughs) what what was the question was what was wrong with uh not that i don't love sam raimi but what was wrong with the other director that would have been any different uh i think if i'm not mistaken he left because he wanted to make it even more of a horror movie oh to me to me this was the limit kevin feige was never gonna was never gonna let marvel go any further than this Oh yeah, because uh, you got two you got two characters where it works. You had Strange and you have Wanda, and you have the two of them duking it out in this movie. This was when it was going to work. If you wanted to do a horror type movie, these are the two characters to do it with. Yeah, I want to know like what's it called. I want to know how this movie is going to be on. If it's going to be on Disney Plus at all, or it's like you know, dude, if Daredevil's on Disney Plus, this movie will be on Disney Plus. It's like, dude, <laughs> this movie has a lot of scenes, and we're going to talk about them all, but. Wow. After seeing it for the second time, too? Yeah, yeah you've seen, like, he's seen it twice. I've only twice. seen it once, plus probably the equivalent of another time with all the internet clips I've seen. Yeah, and yeah, the amount of times I've rewatched clips on, on YouTube, because this thing, you know what I'm upset about? I'm upset, I'm upset that this movie got leaked. Like, the most... This, the this big, movie really did get leaked. The like, biggest thing got leaked out of the okay. whole movie. So I wasn't able to see it till Monday. And basically... I had to hide off social media the entire weekend. Anything you saw from us was from Nick. Mm-hmm. And 
I was not on TikTok, was not on Twitter. Uh, if I went on YouTube, I would just click on the first non-spoiler video I found so that it would take me to like uh, a sports recommended page or something like that. That way I wasn't touching any of this stuff. The methods, the screening that I had to do to keep myself from getting spoiled was insane. Yeah, freaking dude, it sucks so much. I, I don't think I could ever catch a break now for a Marvel movie, even if I tried. It's like, I think I, I, I might do this. I don't know if I'm going to do it starting this year. I think my New Year's resolution for future Marvel movies is going to be, I am only going to watch the first trailer of a Marvel movie for a Marvel movie and not watch the second one. Okay. We can't stick to that. I don't know, dude. It's just so hard to like, once because they, they, when I look at the trailer, I'm like, they really gave too much away, you know? Yeah. Let's get into it because a lot of the trailer was from the early parts of the movie, which is it's kind of a Marvel thing. That's what they like to do. They like to show you stuff from the first half. But there was also a surprising amount of shots that end up being from like the final battle of the movie. Yeah. Which I was completely surprised about. So, all right, we get started and we see Defender Strange, Doctor Strange from another universe running for his life with America Chavez from a monster. And they're going to get, uh, well, Let's just say the Doctor Strange trend continues of watching him die in his own movie. He's died. So I feel like he's died more times than anybody in the MCU. I mean, how many times did he die to Dormammu? I mean, that alone. That alone. Him being him being blipped, him dying in this movie like freaking three times. It's just ridiculous. Was it three times? I, no, I think it was two. I think it was just two. Well, he, Defender Strange died, and then he killed uh, the, the Dark Evil, Strange. The Dark Strange, and they also killed what's it called. They also killed uh, the Illuminati Strange. Okay, yeah, all right. I mean, that that guy was a bit of an asshole. Listen, man, he the, every single the only Strange that wasn't corrupted was Defender Strange. Strange was corrupted, man. So, for, so we see this first scene, and it kind of sets up the whole theme. Uh, he's like, look, America, you can travel through the multiverse, but you don't know what the hell you're doing. Give me your power. I'm going to kill you. Take your power because I know what I'm doing. But he couldn't, he couldn't stop the monster. That's why he's like, better give it to me or, you know, instead, instead of, you know, us both dying. And he basically does what the villain defender strange does what the villain of the movie is trying to do the entire movie. The whole time. Yeah. And I'm thinking besides, uh, Gargantos, the one that was chasing uh, America in our universe, the monster that we saw in the beginning, obviously with all like the mo- the mummy looking monster. Mm-hmm. I think that was sent by her too. It was. So America Chavez uh, ends up getting sent into the MCU and another monster all of a sudden appears Gargantos. And we flash over to Dr. Strange at Christine Palmer's wedding. <laughs> and uh <laughs> We actually get a cameo. Did you notice uh, who sat next to him? Oh, yeah, Nicodemus. The, the doctor from the first movie. I sat down and I'm like, oh, my God, that's Nicodemus West. Bring him back uh, for a small role like he did in, in uh, the first Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, and uh, his life is completely ruined compared to, I guess, where he was earlier. I was. I laughed after he, the first thing he said was, uh, you know, I lost uh, both my cats. You know, thank you for asking. And, he's like, and then he's like, Oh, and then and then he got serious. He was like, and my brother. I'm like, oh. 
No, I, I mean, look, hey, you know, losing a pet's like losing a family member, but you know, ah, yeah. just, but he goes to Strange. He's like, is there, was there no other way? Like, did it have to happen like this? And you know, Doctor Strange is like, telling the line. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it was the only way. Yeah. You know, the only, the only way to save the universe was for this exact thing to happen. Yeah, and that's that kind of comes up again and again and again in this movie. And I was waiting for somebody to mention that there was another way. We don't ever see see if there was. I don't. I, I mean, at this point, I think there could have been another way. It's just that the way Marvel just did it when it came to what's called when it came to Iron Man's death and stuff like that, they just had to end it in a way that made him made him the big the mighty Earth's mightiest hero as he always was. Now, Doctor Strange, I think, is Earth's mightiest hero. To be honest, I, I mean, he. This movie doesn't set him up with the Avengers because no. of the post credit scene, but he's practically the 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 biggest MCU hero on Earth now, especially after No Way Home kind of you know dropped Spider Man out of back into the neighborhood. Well, yeah, Doctor Strange is now he he well his origin story is kind of the same as as Tony in a way. It's just more of a magical. Uh, different way of putting it you know besides him being like he was in a major accident and got his hands destroyed and he went to the mystic arts for help and became Dr. Strange he became the Sorcerer Supreme well not really the Sorcerer Supreme close second to the Sorcerer Supreme yeah well now we got so the Wong thread continues we continue to see in this movie Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme yeah you know which look look I that was the reason I was so worried they were going to kill him. Because wouldn't you want Strange to be the Sorcerer Supreme? That's no, the title I, from the comics. He was already Sorcerer Supreme. Like, isn't that kind of the end goal? Him, him being Sorcerer Supreme is going to happen probably his third movie. And I don't think you'll see a third movie for at least another five to six years. I, I don't think that long because they don't have that many movies scheduled yet. Well, there's still what's called well, we can get into it later on, but there's still a lot of movies that they have to that they have to put out, especially after this movie came out. There's a lot of cameos that were that were referenced for future movies. So in the beginning, I gotta admit, it kind of felt like standard MCU fare, uh, where you know it was just you know them going through, they were fighting this monster in the street, and then they kill Gargantos by putting a, a fucking metal rod through his eye. Yeah, that was the first gory scene, I think. And the eye pops out and dies. And I'm like, okay, yep, there's Raimi. There's Sam <laughs> Raimi. <laughs> yeah. There is what I was waiting for when all the reviews said, don't bring your kid to your movie. Yeah, that was the first thing I said. I was like, this is not a family-friendly kind of film where you want to take the kids, you know? Um, but yeah, we see that, uh, you know, we knew that our, not our strange, that we see that the Defender Strange dies and literally gets stabbed right through the chest. And and he, all of a sudden, you know, America hit him. And they had a quick line from what's called, they had a quick line like, oh, you know, have you ever had, ever had experience with uh, multiverse before? Oh, yeah, with Spider-Man. And like, you know, Spider-Man, they made like a lot, a lot of jokes about it. And this yeah, is- already, they, they never mentioned Peter Parker. They never mentioned Peter Parker, which is like kind of, you know, that, that's kind of good, because imagine if they said Peter Parker, like, wait, how does that make sense? That would be a plot hole if they said Peter Parker. Who that guy? Who that guy? Um, yeah. yeah, so at that point, they talk about, you know, they've experienced the multiverse and how uh, Defender Strange knew of a way to stop 
uh, you know, to stop all these monsters from coming after her, what's the solution? And it was the book of Ashanti. And then uh, our Dr. Strange is like, oh, we, we don't, that's, a, that's an urban legend. That's a myth. Like, what are you talking about? And then Wong's like, <laughs> he's like, no, it does exist. He, you learn about this when you become Sorcerer Supreme. It's in the book you get when you become Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> and it, that is an ongoing joke that they have throughout, not through the whole movie, but kind of like, it, it's just a small joke. It's, not, it's like when you watch No Way Home of how like they, they made like, oh, don't call me Steven and don't call me like, just call me sir. It was kind of like sir, an on yeah. running, it was, it was like an on running joke, you know? Yeah. The entire time Wong's trying to get Strange to uh, bow to him as Sorcerer Supreme ancient custom and it kind of does go in line with everything because christine tells him like you always got to be the one with the knife you know you always got to be the one in control and you know strange that kind of plays into it you know i bet he he would love to be sorcerer supreme again but and that's why he's always making jokes about it i think because he's honestly pretty jealous of the fact that wong is sorcerer supreme well we know we'll get to that at some point too we know who else was jealous of strange you know that mr mordo oh yeah you know, we'll get to him. But. We'll get to him. But after this, they're like, look, uh, this isn't sorcery. This is witchcraft. Uh, do we know somebody who can deal with witchcraft or has been through something with that? And the WandaVision theme plays. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then and, uh, uh, oh God. Wanda with her kids. And we're like, oh, okay. Interesting. And we find out that this is Wanda actually dreaming. So with this, we find out that and even, even in the beginning, Strange was dreaming, or even probably a nightmare, I guess, of America Chavez. What, of what happened with Defender Strange. And, yeah. and Defender Strange. And they realized that uh, our dreams kind of like, pro- like we go, we project ourselves into other universes of ourselves. Yeah, we see, we see other versions of ourselves in the multiverse. Which I like that they said that line, because now that every dream that I think about is like, huh, okay. <laughs> So that happens in another universe. <laughs> so, you know? you know, and then he goes and he, and actually, I'm not sure if it was there or later on where America Chavez says, uh, I don't see, I don't dream at all. And she doesn't dream at all because uh, he's the only one. She's, she's the only one. Yeah. But with her, she was, I don't know exactly where she was from. They don't really explain what universe she's from, but. Well, it's it, not, it's not the MCU. And it's not the MCU, but um, in every other universe, she doesn't exist. And yeah. so we go to Wanda and she has her dream. Nice, beautiful outside. She's outside. She's picking uh, she's pruning the branches. Yeah. And I'm sitting there because this is where Kevin Feige is right with a little bit too much being shown in the marketing. You can clearly see the shot of them where they're supposed to be in the same house in the same place where instead it's in red compared to like, you know, the nice scenery that you get at first. Yeah. So we all knew something was coming. And at first, Strange is going to her like, hey, try, can you help me out? You know, I got this girl, you know, I need to protect her. And then Wanda's like, oh, why don't you bring America here? And Strange just freezes. And I in the theater, I'm like, yeah, okay, there's there's the mess up. Because yeah. Strange hadn't said her name. I, I didn't catch it at first. I, I was like, I was like, oh. And then he realized it was like, okay. But and now you realize at this point. As yeah. soon as that happens, his guard goes all the way up, and that's when the Scarlet Witch comes up. And all of a sudden, we turn and find out that, oh, yeah, everything everything around her has actually been, like, 
freaking destroyed. She probably destroyed it in a rage or something. I left the magic behind me. <laughs> and yeah. you got, uh, she shows him the Darkhold, and she's like, and then this is where we quickly find out that Wanda's been the one sending Gargantos and the other monster after America. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the fact that right out the gate, they don't waste any time. They just kind of go right for it and say, here's your villain. We're not going to make you win. Yeah, this this movie definitely, it's very fast-paced, which is good. Um, you know, if you're telling a story like this, it, it is. And you have a lot of different, they made it they made it pretty good for characters that they introduced. And, like, they didn't give it, like, too much. They didn't give them, like, a lot of time to shine, but they gave them a good amount to, you know? Wanda's like, I'm going to come to Kamartad. And, and it's funny because straight... America later on is like, so you told the person that's been trying to kill me exactly where I am. And so now this sets up the Battle of Camartage. And look, Elizabeth Olsen is beautiful. Wanda Maximoff is beautiful. Scary in this movie at times. Dude, she probably three three or four times and I was like, shit. (laughs) You know? I thought that um, the first scene where she's attacking uh, Kamartaj, where uh, she's trying to break down the shield that they have set up, and they had the Lon- London, the Hong Kong sanctum, and every and like a bunch of sorcerers come in, and she she like gets in their heads, and she whispers, "Run!" And I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I'm like, "She is freaking scary," but I'm still turned on somehow. you know so like that was sick and you didn't get much of a fight between all like the sorcerers there she kind of took them down with ease you know yeah and this is where so wanda just goes full full crazy on the sorcerers ends up taking down the shield and killing easily like a couple dozen of these guys i mean she she was just she she was catching their bows and arrows and throwing it back at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk so, uh, somebody going and really cementing themselves as like a villain. Like that's what she does here. And 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 it's not in a way where like she's like claiming she's being reasonable, but like to to the viewer, it's like wow, she's she's really been corrupted by the dark hold. Well, yeah, she makes it like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a monster. I just want my, I just want what's best for my kids, you know, and like, and and killing a child for it is gonna help, you know, that's gonna yeah. help. Yeah, because the kids. whole, the whole, the whole idea of this movie is that she's gonna take America Chavez's power and go to be able to be with her kids in another universe. And she also makes the point of like, oh, you know, if something goes wrong, I can just go to another universe, and you know, the one in that universe, bye bye. Kind I don't know if it's if it is a plot hole or if it's just like some something. It might be an incursion that they talk about, but why couldn't she just be like, yo, America, let me use your powers real quick to like, you know, make a portal so I can go to this universe and be with my kids, you know, and then I you'll never see me again. Because that's still tampering with the multiverse. It could be that, or you could have like, well, you know how like I know what if isn't technically canon and stuff like that. But you know how in the end of like what if where they send Black Widow to the universe that they didn't have a widow? Mm-hmm. Like, why not do it where like there was no universe that Wanda was alive and her kids were still alive? Uh, I mean, you're not wrong, but I think the whole point of the movie is 
And we see this with the Illuminati. We see this with the various Stranges and Mordo. Mm-hmm. It's about not tampering with the universe and about the things that happen when you do. Yes. And the whole arc that Doctor Strange kind of goes on here is him learning that and kind of at the same time learning the same thing he learned in the first movie of like, you know, you can't control everything, you know, the multiverse and everything. You can't be doing these risky things. And to me, this kind of makes what happens in No Way Home between him and Spidey Mm -hmm. uh, makes it easier to swallow because it's like this whole movie is the idea that Strange is very reckless. Strange is often very spontaneous and does things that are potentially dangerous. Right. I mean, he has... But the thing with the thing with Noah Home is that he he knew what the risks were and still did it anyway. That's what I'm saying. He's like he's like that that Tony Stark kind of guy because Tony was kind of the same way. Like with Ultron, you know, mm-hmm. he knew what the risks were and didn't even think of telling like the Avengers about it. And that's what uh, you know when we get to you know the Illuminati, that's what happened with that Doctor Strange, you know. Oh. Strange just believes any problem that comes his way, he can be the one to solve. And yeah. it is and is and it is Tony Stark like. You're you're right. And the one thing in this movie, it was clear he could not handle with Wanda. I like like I like he he can keep up with Wanda to a certain degree, but Wanda is a different breed of, of character. And the discussion of who the most powerful Avenger or you know, just hero and or villain in general in the MCU. Wanda, I think, pulled away the title this, this, and it's not even close anymore. Well, no, Wanda, I mean, Kevin Feige always said Wanda was the most powerful, you know, superhero in the MCU, or now even supervillain. <laughs> you know, she, so, she's definitely powerful on that level. So they're inside protecting America at Kamartage now as everybody falls. And how about this scene with the water where they trap her in the mirror dimension? Yeah. Wanda breaks out and is able to crawl out through a gong, looking like a zombie putting her body back together. Oh god. <laughs> I felt like watch I felt like I was watching the ring. Yeah, really it was that it was absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's it was interesting to see like how a sorcerer is different from a witch because a witch I feel like has I feel like witches have more power than sorcerers. I don't know why. It's just, it just the way that they depict it in like in the MCU, it seems like the Scarlet Witch is above, like they said, above the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm-hmm. So, so Wong didn't even stand a chance to begin with. Well, no. and, and look, Wong, uh, Wong is uh, Wong's more powerful, less powerful than Strange. I, I think we all kind of are in agreement, especially with. And by the way, one of your questions that you kept saying to me, you know, long before this movie came out. Why is he wearing the eye of Agamotto if the time stone is gone? Well, we found out here that it's because, well, it still can do shit. It's still apparently the eye of Agamotto. It's just that the eye of Agamotto can, like, could just conceal the time stone and for safekeeping. Yeah. Well, now we can find out. He does do stuff with it in this movie. He does do stuff with it. And I like, I like his, what's called, I mean, all of his costumes are great, but this costume is by far my favorite so far. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that opportunity where they actually put the gloves back on him, though. His yellow yeah. gloves. So. so and then this is where everything gets crazy. So America, who we see has zero control over her powers, opens up a portal and we get the chop from the trailer with them falling through all these different universes, her and strange. Yeah. And oh yeah, they go animated. 
they're, they're like their their paintings. They go to like uh, a, di- a like a Jurassic age. They go to like just so many different universes that you wouldn't even think of. But we see when that on yeah. Earth in New York, and New York's a paradise. Beautiful. It's a paradise. Even. <laughs> The children know nothing but beautiful skies, and it's a paradise. Uh, uh, we actually do see Thanos at this point. We do see Thanos. But, um, but yeah, and you see that uh, after they get transported to this universe, the universe that we know is universe 838 that they are in right now. And, yep. we, find, and we find out, we start to get more of an, an insight on the multiverse, you know, when America is talking about it. Um, also strange, his, uh, his cloak of levitation gets, gets a little messed up, dude. No, Wanda, as they were getting sent through the portal by, as America opened up the portal, she ends up, uh, hitting him and breaking open, uh, in the cloak. Yeah. And, you know, luckily he, I feel like every time, I feel like his cloak just keeps getting beat the shit out of him. Yeah, man, that's always going to happen. You can always patch back up the cloak. I guess, but he's taking. And I, think, and I think at the end of the movie, if I'm not mistaken, he's got something on it. Yeah, no, he gets it patched up. <laughs> he's got a blue patch on it now. So, uh, yeah. So from there, we get the uh, cameo. Our first cameo. Our first cameo. So yeah, Mike, you want to talk about it? Because I know. So, you like, I like look, uh, anyone who's listened to us for any period of time knows Tobey Maguire is uh, my favorite Spider-Man, one of my favorite superheroes. Those movies with him and Sam Raimi are some of my favorite. And one of the notable threads in that was not only did they have Stan Lee cameos in all three, they had Bruce Campbell cameos mm-hmm. in all three of those movies. And he played a different person in every movie. And in this movie, Bruce Campbell, obviously, again, it's a Sam Raimi movie. He's going to make an appearance. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell is playing, uh, you know, like, like one of those hot dog vendor types on the side of the street in New York. And America's like, oh, you know, what is it, a pizza ball she had? It's a he sells he sells pizza balls, and in every universe, she thinks that you know most universes food is free, like everything is free. Like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get why you have to, I don't get why you have to pay for it. Yeah. And Strange goes up to him, and at first I'm like, holy, and then I'm like, holy crap, that's Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. And Strange casts a spell on him, and Campbell just starts whacking himself in the face. He's like, when will that wear off? In a few weeks, you know. <laughs> it's um, I, I read up. It was a callback to a movie that Sam Raimi did called Evil Dead Two. Yep. So it's a callback to him actually being like, I don't know, his arm was controlled or something, and he had to cut it off, something like that. Yeah. Well, like, like his, I've never seen the movie, but I, I know it's a referencing. I've, I've, I looked it up too. It's like his arm became evil and <laughs> and attacked him. Yeah. So you find that out. You also find out like, oh, in that universe, uh, red means go and green means stop. Yeah. Uh, I wish they'd been a little more creative than that. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, okay. Um, you have okay. like, yeah, it was cool. You know, I get it. It was, it was cool. I like how uh, Doctor Strange is like, oh, this is my first, you know, crazy trip. Meanwhile, he freaking pukes up after after traveling universes. <laughs> he's like, don't puke, and he's like, I'll be fine. And then he, yeah, there you go, right through in the garbage. It was the first rule of multiversal travel. You know nothing. <laughs> okay. And the crazy parts just get crazier, but we actually get. The exposition machine, that's literally what they should have called it on the street. Mm-hmm. And America Chavez, we see her opening up her portal and she's got her two moms there. And which was subject of a lot of criticism, not criticism, controversy before mm-hmm. the movie, because certain places wouldn't play the movie because of this. What was it? 30 seconds, not even. Yeah. And 
<laughs> she opens up a portal, her parents and her get sucked into the multiverse, and that's the last time she saw them. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's it's so it's so dark. Like, like when you sit and think about it. It's the first time that she ever opened up a portal and she she didn't kill her parents, but she thinks she killed her parents. Obviously, I think her parents are probably still alive. I that's what that's what they kind of hint the whole movie with Strange being like, you know, why don't you go after them? And then she's like, well, I just I can't control my power. Yeah. So you also see what's called. You also see uh, Strange's like it. Well, the machine does take a significant memory that you cherish the most. And it's that it's the memory of him and Christine when they were dating. And I think before Steven ever became a neurosurgeon um, and it was what's called. And it was him getting the watch from her. And the watch has been a big part in Dr. Strange's uh, movies so far. Oh, it's a huge part here too. I mean, this, the, the watch was, was one of the first shots in the movie and one of the first shots in the trailer. And it, it ends up actually serving a, a role later on when we get to the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So let's get there. And we, sh- and he's like, all right, we're going to go talk to the me in this universe. Uh, they show up to the sanctum and uh, strange is dead, but he yeah. was the one who died saving Thanos, not Tony Stark. And all of a sudden you just see Mordo standing at the door of the sanctum. And it's like, shit. <laughs> it's just like, cause you know, you know, the bad blood between them. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was he just lost his mind trying to kill me in my, in my universe. Yeah. And now we get to see Mordo and Strange, and Mordo's like my brother. And he's like, this one's he's being really, really, he's really being friendly, you know? He's really being friendly. And I'm like, okay, I don't I didn't trust it at all. I really no, didn't. I mean, look, for, for anybody who had seen the trailers, you had to know that Mordo was going to be, you know, opposite to Doctor Strange at some point. Yeah. But it's and, like you, you had a feeling. And here he ends up poisoning him or whatever, poisoning him in America. And they wake up and they're in lockdown in a secure facility, which I think was in Central Park. It was like, yeah, I think it was in Central Park. It's it's not clear what like whose place that is. It's like definitely what how they said it was like it was a research facility for a certain foundation. uh, Extra the Baxter Foundation, and you know where, you know, the Baxter Foundation, if you know Baxter, you know what Baxter means. <clears throat> but, yes. I, I'm actually, is that, is Fantastic Four? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, because look, I'll be honest with you, I uh, the Fantastic Four has been one of those, because it's not in the MCU, and because it's not, like, in the mainstream, or at least wasn't, Fantastic Four has never been something I've really looked up for. I've watched the movies. I've enjoyed. I actually quite like the, by the way, the Chris Evans movies from back. Oh, those movies. are yeah. Those are, I like those a lot. I, I mean, like those two movies, and that was the first hint of the cameo. And then we get the conversation, and we meet Christine Palmer from Earth A three eight, and yep. she 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 she's the Christine Palmer of the movie. Like 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 we don't see our Christine Palmer after that first scene of the wedding. Yeah, you don't. No, not at all. And it seems like they made throughout the movie, they made it seem like she, uh, her and Doctor Strange of our universe are kind of like, kind of like a couple. Like they try to make it seem like they, they're more of a couple than the couple from our universe. Well, I think what they do here with Christine in this movie and with our, with Christine A38 and our, and MCU Strange, I think what they really do and I think what they do well is 
I don't think we're going to see Christine again after this movie. I think this was wrapping up the Christine and Strange arc. Yeah. And I think that they used the Christine from the other universe as Strange's, because if Strange was like hitting on the one who just got married, like that, like that would just be weird. Yeah, no. You know, so I think that was their way around it. We're going to have him work with a Christine from another universe to where he can finally have some closure with the fact that he's not with her. Yeah, no, 100%. So, and they also tease it in the end credit scene, you know, a future love interest for him as well. Yes, yes. Well, we will get to that as well. And then Mordo walks in, Doctor Strange, the Illuminati will see you now. Yeah. And rolls in. And Nick, break it down. I had, I I knew because of the spoilers online. I knew who was in it, but mm-hmm. I still, but I still had chills, given the fact that I was finally going to see what I wanted to see. And we see him walking in with the Ultron Sentry bots that Tony Stark <laughs> was not even in the movie. <laughs> you know, Tony Stark Iron Man had created, and he walks in. Doctor Strange. It, 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 quick, quick sidebar on that. They, there's no mention of Tony Stark in the eight three eight at all. Not at all. So I don't even. We don't even know. Maybe Tony wasn't the one who made Ultron. That it could have, but it's like wait. They. I, I honestly think it was Reed Richards. Oh, that would be so disappointing. <laughs> but I mean, so finish what you were saying. So we get to meet all the Illuminati. So we get to meet all the Illuminati. So at first. You know, uh, you have Carl Baron. <laughs> was it Carl Baron Mordo? Baron Carl. Baron Carl. And then, and then Strange is like Carl. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see, uh, and this was a shot in the trailer too, or a TV spot that you see Captain Carter's shield. Yes. You know, and at that point, you see Captain Carter, first Avenger. He said, he says, and then like, okay. Then this is on her left. It was uh, Black Boltagon or Black Black. I don't know how you pronounce his name properly. Uh, Black Agar Bolt Boltagon or something like that. Let, let's just assume just it's Black Bolt. You it's know, Black Bolt. But I want I know for I know for people that that are very specific about their their Marvel characters, you know. So yeah, so you see Black Bolt from actually the Inhumans show that they did, which didn't really do well, unfortunately. They they, they mean, brought back. They brought back. Okay, it, my rage boiled when I saw, not because I hated the Inhumans TV show. As a matter of fact, I haven't even seen it. I haven't seen it either, but still. But it's the fact that something that was so bad got a part in the MCU before shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or before Punisher or before Jessica Jones or all these other shows that were so much more notable. It shows that the MCU is willing now to take back all these characters and, and do a version of it that stays in the MCU because these are given the fact these are variants, so they're not they're not the characters that are in our universe, but they do explain that it is canon in another universe and it can be canon in our universe. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're supposed to believe now that the Inhumans TV show is canon to the 838 or not. No, no, no. I don't believe it is. I'm just saying they're bringing in characters that deserve a second chance. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, look, Black Bolt is in this movie for like two minutes, but honestly, he seems like somebody who would actually be a very interesting character. And from what I've read, was actually one of the better parts of the Inhumans TV show. 
Yeah, Black Bolt, his powers are so I remember my brother was like, What is what does he do? I'm like, he has a hypersonic voice that will literally destroy you. And we do get to <laughs> and we, we do, do get to see it. that. But uh so now we have uh, obviously Carl Mordo is the, the sorcerer supreme uh taking over for Doctor Strange, who we find out is dead. Um, and then we have Captain Marvel, who is not our Captain Marvel, but uh, Maria Rambeau. Who was I thought that was a nice twist. I, I do. I like that twist on it because. Oh yeah, it was great. I, and- she she was she the fact that she will only have probably appeared in Captain Marvel in the MCU because mm-hmm. obviously the character we find out died in WandaVision. I think I think that's a really nice touch, and it's a nice way to have Maria Rambeau have some other implication. Oh no, I'm glad I'm glad that they brought her back and she was a part of it. And I like her suit too. Her suit was like a, a different version of Captain Marvel. It was like gray and black and stuff. It was pretty sick, you know. But you see her, she's the defender of the cosmos. You know, notice how they say these different things, like of what they do, because that's how the Illuminati forms. And I forgot to mention with Black Bolt, they talk about how uh, he's leader of the inhumans and the Terrigen crystals, you know, which we know in Agents of Shield which is good. I like that they reference that, you know, it's good that they talk about the Inhumans, but then you have, uh, was he the last one? Yeah, he was the last one. Before, before the one we knew, because Professor X comes out last, we finally get it. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Reed Richards, Jim from the office. Smartest uh, man alive. (laughs) Smartest man alive. Some have come to question that. Um, I fucking went crazy. And I knew, I knew it was coming. Cause again, that was spoiled for me. Uh, the, the Illuminati who was in the Illuminati that yeah, got yeah. spoiled for me. The only part of it I didn't know was that the actor for black bolt was the one from the inhumans TV show. That was the only part I didn't know. Yeah. But other than that, and when he, and my theater, keep in mind, it was, it was like an early morning showing. And still, like, you heard, oh, oh, and it wasn't even that crowded of a theater. But, like, John Krasinski's a household name, man. Yeah, I had in both, in the first time I saw it, I did get a lot of, oh, and I did get, there were, I think there was clapping. I'm not sure if there was. There was some clapping in my theater as well. And I, I think it's it's two things. It's one, because it's the fan cast everybody's wanted. It's the oh, person yeah. that everybody has, and, and who is rumored to potentially still be him later on. And then number two, it's such a notable face, a, a character. Like, Mr. Yeah. Fantastic is one of the most keystone characters in the Marvel Universe. Fantastic yeah. Four is one of the greatest groups in the Marvel Universe. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of the first families besides uh, what's called, besides Spider-Man and stuff like that. They're the, they're the first family of the MCU. Exactly. And, well, not, yeah, the Marvel Universe in general, dating back to Human Torch is one of the first comic books that they ever did. Mm-hmm. You know, so so this is this is like this is massive. The fact that now there is confirmation that in this MCU multiverse, the Fantastic Four is out there, and obviously yeah. Charles Xavier comes in a few moments later, and we see the X Men obviously are out there as well. So two <laughs> massive con- confirmations in this scene right there. Yeah, and I know for a fact that all these characters, obviously besides besides Peggy and Maria Rambo. I think we'll see Black Bolt again, and I think we'll see uh, Charles Xavier, and I think we'll see Reed Richards again. I think we'll see them as as them playing those characters again. You know, the only one I think we're going to see again is probably Reed Richards. Well, Patrick Stewart said he would still come back. 
He would, but I think if you're going to rebuild the X-Men from the ground up in the MCU, I think you're going to want a different Professor X. Eh, maybe. I don't know. And we see Professor X again with Patrick Stewart. I love Patrick Stewart as Professor X. And God knows he's died too many times in the role not to have earned playing it again. <laughs> but, know. you know, and from there, we go back and we actually get flashback to the MCU. And Wanda, she's got her dark hold. And one of the sorcerers comes in and burns herself to death, destroying the dark hold so that Wanda can't dream walk in the other universe. Yeah, and then Wong all of a sudden, you know, is getting interrogated, and she, and he uh, he's like, the dark hole was a copy. I'm like what? <laughs> well, what a weird thing! I didn't know the dark hole was a copy of something. Yeah, so that's jumping ahead a little bit. But Wanda was dreamwalking the entire time, which basically means you can use the dark hole to possess yourself in another universe and take control of that version of you and use that version of you and walk around that universe. So she does that. She takes over ordinary Wanda with the kids, you know, a good version of Wanda. Yeah, the one that doesn't even have her powers. But not the Scarlet Witch powers. Not Just, the Scarlet She, the one that she took over didn't have her powers. Exactly. And that's why I, the Illuminati were just not concerned with her at all. She's strange. Our strange is like, dude, you, you, you don't know what you're doing. The Scarlet Witch is coming. Oh, we could deal with your little witch. No, they could not. <laughs> not even close. Can I say that? They, they all seem, they just all seem so calm. And I'm like, okay, that's whatever. One thing I forgot to mention, though, too, is that when uh, Professor X came in in his yellow wheelchair, um, he, the music that they were playing, Mike, I don't know if you know. Yep, I know where you're going with this. It's from the animated X-Men series, mm-hmm. which I loved so much. And the chair, too, is from the Yeah, X-Men the chair's from that chair. show as well. And again, I haven't seen that show, but it's cool that they give the little tie-in to something that's not typically canon, you know? So that kind of makes you think, are the actions of that Professor X now this universe? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, it's, again, these little tie-ins that will make fans of other franchises happy. Yeah, I like that so much. It's, it's so, great. All of a sudden, shit hits the fan. But before we get there, we find out about what really happened to Strange. We should tell him the truth about what happened to Strange in the 838. Because it turns out he wasn't some noble hero. Uh, As a matter of fact, this whole movie's theme, again, is how dangerous Doctor Strange is. And Doctor Strange from the 838 is one of the most dangerous ones. That So dangerous, in fact, that the Illuminati had to kill him. Yeah, so he used the what's called, that's not how their Strange died, you know, defeating Thanos. He died to Black Bolt. (laughs) And by the way, what a visual. So we find out essentially that Strange had been tampering with the Darkhold in that universe. Yeah. And in order to prevent him from causing any further damage, after the Illuminati gathered to defeat Thanos, they show this scene on Titan. And first off, the first freaking thing I notice is a dead Thanos off on the side with a freaking spear right through his chest. Yeah, and he only had four stones. Yeah, and he had the gauntlet on with that, which was not complete. You're absolutely right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Danos is just dead, laid out. I'm like, that's a that's crazy to see. You know? Yeah. I, I, oh. Yeah, it, it is. It, I trust you. Dude, I, I was like, oh my God, we're seeing Titan. I thought we were going to see something completely different when I saw Titan. I was like, wait, are they going to show Iron Man? 
that's what I, that was kind of what I was thinking for a moment. Are they going to show their twist on Infinity War now? We, we just see the aftermath where the Black Bolt kills Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I and, love Black Bolt so much. Like, it's just the visuals of it is great. And again, they're just like, it's not that the, they're arrogant, but it's the fact that the Illuminati of this universe were so we're so unaware and un, we're not willing to believe strange at all. That kind of leads to what happens next. Yeah. They talk about, so Reed Richards talks about incursions and incursions basically are when two universes collide with each other and become one and they kind of get destroyed in the process, you know, and that's kind of what's, what I think they're leading up to with, uh, I know you're not too crazy about it. Uh, Secret Wars. They're, they're going to be talking about secret wars and how universes collide and they fight each other. It's not that I'm not crazy about it. It's that um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's not that I'm not crazy about it. It's just the idea that you're going to have them. You're going to have another multiversal adventure. That's fine. I feel like you're kind of setting up the same problem that people had with this movie. You know, that people are going to be expecting cameos up the wazoo. You know, well, if instead, instead of problem, instead of us just being focused on it's a fan problem, not a Marvel problem. I think the what's called I think it's it's a movie that's going to be way down the line because the reason why they're doing it is because Kang is probably going to be the major villain of the next phase of, of Marvel. Yeah. You know, he's going to be the big bad. He, he, he will be the next Thanos. Well, we still haven't seen Kang besides Loki. Besides Loki, and, and, that, and that was another person who I thought maybe we would run into him in another universe in this movie. Even in credit, I thought we would have saw. Yeah, but Wanda shows up to the Baxter Building, and she starts tearing through Ultron bots, and she's all bloodied. She's got, I, I guess, the Ultron bots bleed. I mean, I, I don't know. I think uh, but oil, <laughs> oil, whatever. She's all. God, she looked like a psycho. It was so cool. And she comes in and Mordo gets Mordo and Professor X get left with Strange while Mr. Fantastic, Captain Marvel, Peggy Carter, Captain Carter, and Black Bolt go to confront Wanda. Yeah. And this is the scene that I feel like everybody has gone back and looked up online afterward. Yeah. I, 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 this is uh probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. And I, I and it's just because they really this is when you began to tell. Raimi's allowed to do what Raimi wants to do. <laughs> I mean, like we said, they're not going to care for these characters that much, you know? <laughs> what do they and do? They, they just kill them all off. <laughs> so Black Bolt is the first one to go. Uh, Reed Richards is like, look, Wanda, uh, you know, I have kids of my own. I know what you're going through. You know, and then the, the, the absolute dastardly burn. Do they, do they still have a mother? Yes then they'll still have somebody to take care of them. That's the moment I'm like, oh God, I'm going to, I'm going to watch him get off. I was so hyped for Mr. Fantastic John Krasinski. And that's exactly what happened. So Black Bolt, she's like, he's like, Black Bolt could end your life in an instant with a word from his mouth. What mouth? And all of a sudden his mouth disappears and his brain explodes from his own power. When I tell you my theater gasped. Yeah. Dude, the whole theater was like, <gasps> Like when his mouth was gone. As soon as that happened, as soon as that happened, I knew where it was all going. 
and then Reed Richards tries to get her with his with his whatever you want to call it extendo arm thingy whatever you want to call it extendo arm thingy you, mean you know his, his, arm, his, his arm his arms go all the way out his superpower meaning he's able to stretch yeah okay stretch that's the word his stretch yeah and uh, Wanda just snags him and starts turning him to string cheese uh, which was you the spoiler get that line which too was the, I... which was the spoiler without context that Nick showed me before I saw the movie yeah. Um, it, it explodes like a fucking cherry, you know. <laughs> dude, they just they just murdered the Illuminati so hard. And Captain let's Carter. just let's just say that the fact that Captain Carter and Marie Rambeau just stood there, like, oh my god, for watching him get lifted up in the air and absolutely destroyed after Black Bolt's head explodes, and they're just like, all right, we're gonna see if he's got it. We're gonna see if he can handle this. I think we're good. And obviously he doesn't. And then Captain Carter gets split in half by her own shield. And yeah. then Captain Marvel gets a statue dropped on her and she dies. I just say this. I know a lot of people are were like, some people didn't like it. Some people did like it. But when Captain Carter's like, oh, I could do this all day. That, you know, the line that's constantly used now. I'm kind of sick of the line. I'm glad she said it because it's a different character. But it's like, in right. fact, could the not li- do this all day. She can't do this all day. It's just like, stop using the line now. I think it's just done. It's it's overused. It, look, look. Some will some will find that corny. Some will find it to be you know like a really cool. Addition. I clapped I, in the theater because when I, I heard, I it, thought it, I thought it was funny, but I thought it was even funnier for the fact that she dies literally a minute later by the hands of her own shield. So, after all of them get taken out. Professor X hops into action. And this to me might actually be the most brutal death because I didn't even notice at first what actually had happened. Professor X and Wanda get trapped in like some mind thing together. And Wanda ends up beheading Professor X. Yeah. And dude, she, she looks scary. Like that was the jump scare. Like that, that was a jump scare. I mean, we all saw the red mist coming in from behind. So you had to figure but, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, she, I, in the theater, I thought he just got his neck snapped, but it turns out, no, she ripped his head off. Yeah. And the thing that we forgot to mention too, is that even before uh, he went into battle and, and the rest of the Illuminati just, you know, got destroyed. Um, you see that uh, Charles, Charles professor Xavier was uh, actually trying to help this strange and the thing that I like about this is from, I, I know you haven't watched the X-Men movies yet, but the fact that he says, I've seen, you've seen, well, no, have you seen? Well, it? I mean, I, I know I, the line, I've seen the one with the line you're referencing. Here. Yeah. The days of future past one. So X-Men days of future past, he says this to his, to his future, uh, his, his past self. He says, just because somebody stumbles and loses the way, doesn't mean they're lost forever. And I like that they use that line. It's a line that's repeated in a couple of the movies, but I like that they use that line because, you know, we'll see what kind of Doctor Strange you really are. So, and he leads him to the Book of Ashanti and they figure that out. And well, yes. no, he, he ends up having to fight Mordo. He tempts Mordo into basically freeing him. That's where we get to that with Mordo is that he was actually jealous of Strange. You know nothing of this universe. And like, dude, you were jealous of Strange. He became Sorcerer Supreme, okay? Not you, all right? Yeah, pretty much. And the whole sequence that comes after this, and by the way, this is the last of, we see of Mordo in the whole movie, which is kind of odd because he was so prominent in the marketing. 
Yeah. Um, but basically he fights Mordo, he ends up escaping. And Mordo's final line, he doesn't kill Mordo. Mordo, Mordo doesn't die. As a matter of fact, Mordo's the only member of the Illuminati that lives in that universe. Yeah. Uh, I could see why the other version of me doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, they have a quick fight with each other. And I guess it's, it's, I don't know, it's weird to see, like, another version of a character that's not from the universe that you know fighting. Because yeah. it's like, how does it go into, you know, the Mordo that we know from our universe it would have know? been a lot more impactful i think if this if the mordo in this movie were actually from the mcu i agree yeah and and and, and i think we'll see mordo again because he's still out there after dr strange one they confirmed his character didn't snap so i think at some point he'll come back into the fold maybe for dr strange three but i'm a little i'm a little bit i'm a little bit uh i'm a little disappointed that we didn't get to see the mordo that we saw in the first movie yeah it was a little it was a little upsetting i mean i'm still glad we saw him so but after this, we get a whole horror scene, pretty much, with America, Christine, and Strange escaping the facility, being chased by Wanda, who has off the entirety of the Illuminati, and we get a battle at the Book of Ashanti. Yes, we've seen it before in the beginning of the film, and we see it again now. And like we said before, with, with the uh, you know before actually before we even get to that, the scene that they have with. The Scarlet Witch chasing them through the through the underground. Tunnels. Well, yeah, that that yeah, that that's what I'm talking about with the horror scene because she's breaking down all the doors, and they're running for their lives. Dude, the um <laughs> every yeah, because every single barrier that came down, she blew it to Kingdom Come just to get to them, and you see that um they stop after she's she's not even chasing them anymore, and it's like where where'd she go? And all of a sudden, this was a very interesting scene. It, it's kind of like that cliche kind of horror vibe where it's like, uh, they're like, it's slow motion and you hear their breathing and stuff like that. And it's like, why are you guys stopping? Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And all of a sudden, there's a jump scare and she's still there chasing them. And up to that point, uh, Strange is like, other Wanda, I hope you're here in there. And he like tries to like flood her out. And then America's like, oh, did that kill her? No, which obviously not, you know. So, and then uh, we get to what's called. Then we get to the scene that's important with the uh, with the watch, Chris, the one that uh, Christina gives. Yeah. So, in order to open the gateway to the Book of Vishanti in that universe, Strange needs to put the watch that he actually got from Christine onto the wheel and open the door. Which, again, is a nice touch and significance, considering that Christine and him is essentially our protagonist for the second half of the movie, because. The ending of the scene with the Book of Vishanti is that Wanda takes America and gets back into the MCU. And we go back and that's that's it. Strange and Palmer get transported to another universe. And then the two of them are separate. We actually don't get Strange and Wanda physical bodies in the same universe for the rest of the film. Yeah, they haven't they really fight like that much, honestly. So but, but yeah, so like up to that point, you see that the Book of Vishanti was destroyed by Wanda just by one blast from it. And now, um, the Book of Vishanti, and Nick, you can correct me if I'm wrong, it's like one for all the universes, right? It's so the realm that they're in is a doorway in between universes. I okay, believe. that all right. So I, I believe that's what Christine Palmer said. They, it's, it's just a space in between universes. So that's where the Book of Ashanti is. And the page, there was a page that, that, that opened on the book 
that showed uh, that showed a symbol of how to defeat Wanda, and it was a star in one of the pages. America but Chavez is a star. America Chavez is a star. And I'll get to a theory that, that one of my, uh, my brother's friends mentioned to me. I'll, I'll talk about it at the end because it, it has to do with the end of the movie. But, um, but yeah, it opens up to the point where you see the star and it's America Chavez and like America Chavez is the key to the, to the problem that that's happening at that moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the book of Ashanti is destroyed and what's called and Wanda transports strange and Christine Palmer to another universe and they, what's called, and America Chavez gets put back into 616 universe, our universe. Yeah, so at this point, they get transported to, what is it, Mike, Wondagore? Wondagore. Wondagore so Tower. Wanda, Wondagore, but with a U instead of the first A, so it's Wondagore. Yeah, and I found out, I think, that Wondagore was the the person that created the, the Darkhold or the Scarlet Witch or something like that. And that's how, like, she that's how she got her powers because the Scarlet Witch, like they said in WandaVision, is not uh, is not forged or is it forged or born? I forgot how born, born, born. She, they're, they're born, not forged or something like that. So so at that point, you see that Wanda is back in the in our MCU, in our universe. And America Chavez is there and she's about to take her powers away. And. and uh... Our boy Wong, you know, he was there with her. And this is where we get that shot from the trailer where it looks like Wanda and Wong are teaming up. Turns out that was actually real. A lot of people thought they might have been doctored in the trailer because people were expecting Wanda to be the villain. Yeah. But Marvel did a pretty good job hiding the fact Wanda was going to be the villain in the trailer. Yeah. I mean, at least she knows, like, oh, we have to kill these guys together. Meanwhile, they were her henchmen the whole time. Yeah. They, they worshipped her. And then they bow down to her right away. Yeah. So... At that point, uh, we know that they're back in the in our original universe in our timeline. A three doesn't exist anymore. We're done with that story. Well, it's not that it doesn't exist. We we just out. We're out. Yeah, I don't know that. The thing is, is that that universe is kind of butchered now. It's just, it's just. Oh, know, I I mean, think of the A three eight. Like if in the Battle of New York in two thousand twelve, five out of the six Avengers died. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like, and and the only uh, one left is fucking Black Widow. Yeah, you know? so that that's that's kind of how it's that's how I see it's butchered, but yeah. and then it, we end up in another universe and Strange again, and, and this is the theme. It's like Strange is like, I'm gonna go look for myself because I'm the one that would know what to do. Yeah, and we see that this the universe that they're in. I don't know exactly what universe it is technically. We don't get I a number. We don't get a number. I think I read up if it's like it was like universe like nine thousand or something like that or nine 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 universe because it's like it's like a universe that is like it reminds me of the what if episode of Doctor Strange where how the universe was like deteriorating and like a uh, Christine Palmer said looks like a bad incursion happened here. Yeah, you know, so you know these the streets are flooded with water. It's like there's like twisters and red lights flashing all over the place, and you see the Sanctum Sanctorum. And we see that there is another Doctor Strange in uh, the Sanctum. And I like the shot in, in this where Strange is going into the Sanctum. It's a very interesting shot. You see like a red moon, a red crescent moon. And you see, and you see like the long stairs and the door shuts behind him. And, yep, it gives and you Christine that, stays outside. And Christine stays outside. And it gives off a really sick vibe, which I, which I liked a lot. So 
and I'm gonna, I, I think me and you will be in agreement on this. This is not what if strange. It's not, I don't think, I don't think it is what if strange. It's very similar to what if strange because yeah. this is this, this is another version of strange that has gone crazy trying to get Christine, save Christine, or be with Christine. I think it's safe to say that it's this is how I'm trying to put it. The what if TV show, it is canon to the MCU. It's it's canon. It's canon like adjacent. It's adjacent to it, you know, but all the characters that were shown were not from the what if they were just the, the what if was really showing you these characters that you knew who they were. That's why they wanted you to be surprised and be like, oh, that's like, that's Captain Carter. That's, you know, all these other characters that you know who they are. They're just from another universe. But the thing is with the What If series, it was like, it seems like it's totally, it's totally separate, but it's not separate. You know what I mean? It's just, they're, they're totally different. It's just more of a cartoon What If. Yeah, exactly. And here, they really do a good job with Dark Doctor Strange of, again, playing up the whole theme of Strange in this movie, which is how Doctor Strange is a reckless, sometimes completely belligerently dangerous person to the world that he lives in. And we come to find out that basically everything that's happened, the incursion that has happened in this universe is as a result of his tampering with the Darkhold. Yeah, because like every other universe, they don't get the girl. They don't get Christine. I saw a tweet. It was like Doctor Strange gets no bitches in any in every universe. That's the thing. The thing that I that's that differs from from Strange and the rest of the like Avengers is that he is a character that just doesn't get the girl. That's just that's just how it is, you know. He had his chance with Christine in the MCU, and he didn't get with her. And obviously, he didn't get with the woman from the eight three eight because he has to go back to the MCU. I can tell you right now, Strange could have had Christine if he didn't fuck up in the first movie by saying, "Oh, like what? I, I like you, like you, um, yeah. like, like he, he fucked up." Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, Strange, Strange in the first movie is even more of a dick than he is here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at so, this point, you see, you get the most creative battle. Yeah. In Marvel Cinematic Universe history, not the best battle, just the most creative. It was the most creative battle. Sam Raimi probably saw this on this page, if the writers wrote it or not, or whoever it is. I can guarantee you there was somebody who saw this script who said this is going to look so stupid. This was insane. The amount of creativity. They're throwing musical notes back at each other and they're making the sounds. And we Nick posted the TikTok. Uh, of the spoiler without context on our twi- on our TikTok. It was Tom and Jerry. Of Tom and Jerry playing notes on the piano, and everyone's laughing and reading in the comments and like, oh, they like it. I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom and Jerry in the movie. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Did it get turned into a cat and a mouse? No, it's actually more clever than that. But I'm watching it, and as soon as it started, Nick, I'm like. That's it. Yeah, that's what that's what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So you see the scene between them, and you, you heard the the amount of like sharp like notes that were like dun, dun, like it, it gave off horror vibes again, you know. And I like with this even before the fight even started, I like that they kind of go a little bit into Doctor Strange a little bit more with his um 
with his backstory about like his sister, which I didn't know he had a sister. Yeah, no, his sister Donna. His sister Donna, who died um on a frozen lake. They they're playing on a frozen lake. What is it with these superheroes? Peacemaker, Moon Knight. Now this with kids dying while playing. Yeah, the first thing I thought of actually when they when they mentioned when they were kids and they died, I thought of Moon Knight honestly. Yeah, Moon Moon Knight, and uh, I thought of Peacemaker. It's like that's the third time this year that a hero's had that happen with with them and the sibling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe maybe we got to find out a different way to kill off these siblings. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, well, maybe. Um. So yeah, so at this point, the whole battle commences, and uh, our our strange gets the dark hold and kills evil strange by impaling him with a fence. Oh, that that was that was another one of the deaths. Christine is standing out there, and we see it practically from Christine's perspective as Strange comes flying out and he gets impaled. And I'm like, that's fucking brutal. And his third eye opens up too, and here's the shit. And that third eye is the consequence of him tampering with the Darkhold. Yeah. Um, See us up to that point. Christine comes in. (laughs) You know, you you killed yourself. Um, So at that point, Strange has to use the Darkhold to find, to to dreamwalk. And the whole point Christine was making is like, how can you dreamwalk into your universe if there's no other Steven there? And at that point, I'm like, I, I knew in the beginning when he buried when he buried the strange, I'm like, wait, is that the strange? That's going to be zombie strange, obviously. Yeah. But as soon as I saw the hand rise up out of the ground, I'm like, okay, this is, this is defender strange as a zombie. Talk about planting something to pay it off later in the movie. This body was literally planted in the MCU on a rooftop. <laughs> Quote unquote planted. <laughs> yeah. Literally planted with the intent of using it later on. Yeah. So he takes over a dead corpse and he also tells Christine, you have to protect me, protect you from what the souls of the damned, you know, and the souls of the damned, because it's forbidden to take over a dead body. And what, what happened was once he got to, uh, once (laughs) Uh, it's just, okay. Because I know what you're about to reference and it's that shot from the trailer with all these like demons and everything floating around defender strange's dead body, which is zombie strange. Yeah, And in that shot in the trailer, you're thinking, this is the villain. This is the villain of the film that we're going to be facing. No, that's our hero. Yeah. And then the second most screwed up thing about it is, it's not screwed up. Bro, have you ever seen a scene and ever just thought to yourself, yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's a certain director. You immediately know it's a certain director. Yeah. That's Sam Raimi. That's fucking Sam Raimi. This is, this final battle felt like him mixing everything he does well in the horror genre Mm -hmm. and everything he loves, the campiness of the Spider-Man movies and all the horror movies that he's done and mixing it with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And it was the reason why this film is a borderline top 10 MCU thing. Keep in mind, the MCU has like over 30 movies and TV shows. 30, 33, if you count TV shows. Exactly. And, And that's huge. To me... This is something that's borderline elite because not because the plot is so magnificent, but because the fact that this movie has a clear sense of direction as to who's running. You know, you can feel such a different tone. And you know what? I think that's why a lot of people might not have liked it because it is a different tone than anything that's come before in the MCU. 
It's not going to be suitable for young kids. Yeah. But Jesus, I, I mean, I'm not even a horror fan, Nick. And you know, I don't watch a lot of horror films. Yeah, I mean, this, I don't watch as many horror films either. This was right up my alley. I love this. It was no, it was it was very good. I mean, it was sick to see it. Even my one of my brothers said like that was awesome, you know. But um, but at that point, he's getting attacked by the souls of the dam because it's forbidden to take over a dead body. And at that point, uh, Christine kind of, and I see why she's such a like she was more of a badass than our MCU uh, Christine, is because she was fighting these fighting the souls of the dam using what using that like jar that was in the first Doctor Strange too. The one with the I, one where uh, he picks it up and Kaisus is like, you don't know what to do with that, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. Like, go back to hell. And I was like, all right, Dude, that, I was like, that's it was. Sick. It, it was so campy. Go back to hell. Yeah, you know? I, I know. It's so fun. But, but you know what? It's his style. It is. No, it is. But at that point, uh, Christine's like, you're the Sorcerer Supreme. Meanwhile, he's not. But you're, you're, you're Dr. Strange. You're the Sorcerer Supreme. You are the, you are the best. You control them. They don't control you. And like all of a sudden, he basically takes over the souls of the dam, uses them as, as a weapon against Wanda, gets over to the tower, and is just, oh my god, dude! The scene of him just freaking with the arms and everything were nuts, you know. And the best part I actually think about this final battle is that it's not even Strange who lands the final blow. No, it's uh, America. So America is basically she starts fighting back against Wanda, and Strange has that moment where, like, Defender Strange at the beginning of the movie, it's like, uh, "You're gonna take my power, aren't you?" you know, so you can defeat her. And instead of him, like, Defender Strange, literally, it's Defender Strange's body. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah. And Strange is like, no, you can do this. You can use your power. You've been controlling it all along. You just haven't realized. Yeah. And she starts fighting Wanda. And keep in mind, at this point, Strange's body is like a rotten, destroyed mess. Uh Graphically, it's just so crazy that that stuff was in an MCU movie. (laughs) Wong's like, I don't even want to know. And Chavez opens up a portal. Wanda gets pushed through. And we're back. I think we're back in a universe where we were in earlier. It was in Wanda universe 838. Yeah. I think we're back in the 838. And she's got her kids. And her kids, after she takes out the Wanda that's already there, her kids are terrified of her. Yep. They're to no end. And she's like, I'm your mom. You're like, you're not our mom. And they're throwing stuff at her. By the way, sidebar, that ice cream song. By the kids. I cringed. That was the worst part of the movie. I, I cringed really hard. <laughs> I'm not in the business of mocking child actors, and I'm not even going to blame them because this was clearly in the script. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Only a mother could love that, that song. And look, and look, you had Wanda has more patience than I. Because if those were my kids and they were singing a stupid song like that, I would have shut them off midway. No, you're not getting ice cream. <laughs> no, that, that was terrible. Sing on key, damn it. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to sing, can you at least sing on key? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so at that point, she realizes, you know, that uh, what did she, she realized at that point that she, she was messed up. She was a monster and that's and what she was doing. You know, and at she, that point, she, she finally realizes the error of her ways. And that's the difference, I think, from between Wanda and between 
another MCU villain is that Wanda at the end of the day does have a conscience, does have a soul. She's not, she's not pure evil. She was corrupted by the Darkhold and her trauma was the means by which the Darkhold was able to take her over. Yeah. I mean, up, up to that point, you see that, you know, she realizes and uh, the version of Wanda, 838 Wanda was like, just know that they will be loved. And at that point, that's where she realizes, okay. So after the portal closes, she realizes, okay, I have to undo what I did. And, you know, a lot of fucked up things. <laughs> so what she does is she destroys all the dark holds from every universe. And she also, in doing, destroys herself, question mark? Yes. So the the Wondergore, whatever you want to call it, church throne, whatever you want to call it, uh, collapses on Wanda and Chavez is able to take a portal and pull Wong to safety. Defender Strange's body, I, I think it got crushed under the rubble. It's dead. <laughs> yes. Um, and we flash back and Strange is in the other universe with the incursion with Christine and he's fine. And Wanda gets trapped underneath and the movie kind of intimates that she's dead. Yeah, but you see that flash of red light. Yeah. When the, when the rocks are crumbling down. I don't think Wanda's dead. I don't think she is either. And I would be absolutely shocked if she is. But to me, she's had a full character arc. If she's dead, that's fine. I think she's had a great arc and she's been one of the best characters in the MCU now for the last five, six years. Mm -hmm. But man, I don't buy it. You, You have so much more potential. So much more potential. I mean, the X Men are coming. You could always try and find a way to redeem her, even though I'm not sure if that's the best route. But the X-Men are coming. You're going to want Wanda around for that. Yeah. She's definitely, if she's still alive, which I think she is, she's definitely going to be a, uh, more of an anti-hero. And she's going to be, like, kind of good and bad at the same time. As she should be. She She's not a she's not a black and white hero or villain. Wanda, yeah. is, Wanda is a shade of gray. Wanda is exactly the type of character that a lot of people can relate to for loss, trauma, anger, sadness. Yeah. You know? I mean... I really, I really, I agree with you. I really hope that they continue to go forward with her and find something else to do. The issue is, is now she's so freaking powerful. Who, who could you put against her that could plausibly beat her? Well, Strange got, gets an upgrade himself in the movie, and we're going to get to that now, you know. But you see at the, at the, at this point, you know, everything's back, to, back to normal. You know, Comortage is being rebuilt. You see, America Chavez is learning her trying to learn sorcery, you know, and kind of, kind of reminds me of how when Dr. Strange was first trying to like learn when he was, uh, when he first started, she was like, Oh, she needs to learn to be patient. You know, like he, like he was, he was the same way. Ancient one would say about him. Yeah. So you see that you see also that I kind of like how it seems like she is now kind of a father figure to him. I feel it seems like after, even before, like, you know, when she was like almost, killed by another version of himself it seems like she she's like a daughter that he never had yeah you know uh, she, i mean people saw uh peter as kind of like a, a surrogate son for tony i think that america chavez is kind of a surrogate daughter for dr strange yeah and that's how that's how i see the connection between them because she doesn't have besides her mom's she doesn't have any other family really and she's like i'm you know it's a cheesy line i'm glad i fell into your universe 
Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. <clears throat> and the final scene is strange strutting on out, just minding his own business. He's going to get a tuna melt, I bet. Yeah. And I pops up, screams, Sam Raimi horror, and the movie. Yeah. So, uh, what's it called? We see that he, he is, his eyes, his third eye is open due to the dark hold, obviously. Yeah. No, you he's know. not, he's not pert. He can't avoid the effects of the dark hold either. Yeah. He can't avoid the effects of it. But also, you see, besides that, before the movie ends, I forgot to mention, we, you know, Christine and Christine and Strange, we see they have a heart to heart, you know, I love you in every universe, which is, it's like, it's kind of like I love you 3000 kind of line. It's not as good. It's not, all right, it's not as good, Mike, but you, <laughs> you know, so you have, you have that line and you have that he, fi- he fixes the watch, actually, he, fi- he finally fixes the, the frame on it yeah. and he, and he puts it away, which kind of leaves, kind of is like him leaving Christine in the past, mm-hmm. you know? New watch, new me. New watch, new me, okay? And then, <laughs> new I, new me. <laughs> well, th- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his third eye has now opened in agonizing pain, which I could hardly, I could imagine how painful that feels. You know, my third eye, it, it's coming around, all right? Yeah, yeah, your third eye's coming. You were tampering with the dark hold? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I think you'll see it soon enough. From there, we move to the two post-credit scenes. We'll talk about the first one here. So uh, we're chilling out. Doctor Strange is walking back down the street, which is kind of odd considering we just saw him doing that. I thought we were going to see the same thing happen again, and then something else was going to happen. It's but easy. no, a uh, portal opens, and this woman who Cleo. looks like Clea. 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 Played by Charlize Theron comes through, and she's like, an incursion has occurred. Or you had a near incursion or something like that. You caused an incursion, I think. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to come with me. And he's like, okay. And <laughs> it's like, okay. It's literally like 30 seconds. It's not, it's not even like a 30 second clip. And ju- they, they go, they jump into the clip and gone. And there's obviously a lot more significance to Clea than meets the eye. I mean, as you know. <laughs> meets the eye. <laughs> well, meets what? This eye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. She she is um actually the sorcerer supreme of the dark dimension. I found out. So she, and she's also the niece of Dormammu, Dormammu, and and a future love interest for Strange. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if you're gonna move him on from Christine, I mean, you might as well just introduce the next one right away, right? Dude, I heard I heard gasps and th- like, oh my god, and I'm like. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> well, no, I think it was because Charlize Theron was playing the character. And, I guess and, I was like, she's an A-lister. So. I was like, you know who that is? I, I recognized her. I didn't. I, I thought at first, before I realized it was Charlize Theron, I thought it was Thena from the from the Eternals. Oh yeah, it could have been been a dark version of herself. So, uh, because I saw like the blonde or blonde hair. Yeah. So, but, and then. Yeah. So that post-credit scene kind of sets up Doctor Strange 3, although we really don't have a lot of context. I'm just going to assume that Dormammu's probably coming back into play. I can imagine, yeah. And then the second post-credit scene is practically uh, a waste, but it was kind of funny. Bruce Campbell's character from the 838 who's punching himself, uh, he finally stops, it finally wears off, and he looks at the camera and he screams, it's over, and then it cuts. (laughs) Such a honestly, it's kind of a waste. Look, it, it was just like um, Steve Rogers at the end of Homecoming. Yeah, I kind of felt like I was waiting for just nothing that important. <laughs> Me and you both agreed on this. Uh, this was not the best set of post credit scenes. 
No, not no. Uh, that's not two straight. That's three straight Marvel movies. If you don't, if you count outside the MCU, that have had post-credit scenes, I wasn't really a fan of. They are no way home, Morbius, and this. They are slowly burning, and getting to the point where it's like they will. Hopefully, their post-credit scenes will be better, and hopefully, the movies will lead into something even more bigger. Because yeah. it's the first, it's the first phase of a new saga, so they're not going to go that crazy. They haven't. They they barely revealed anything. Yet. They've barely revealed anything. You know, you gotta you gotta work your way back to like how you first saw Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. You have to just get back in that mindset at this point. Even though even though we expect so much more from Marvel right now, yeah, that's how you have to have that mindset. So. Nick, in overall, your thoughts on this movie, your thoughts on, uh, you know what, let's, before the thoughts on the movie, Wanda, your thoughts on her as a villain. Listen, she was a great villain. She was uh, probably, probably like, if you could rate her not as a hero, but as a villain, she is definitely a, one of the top tier villains of the MCU. Most definitely. Glad they let her go on this journey, man, because we haven't seen a, a hero corrupted to the villainous side. We've seen Wanda do it twice. She starts as a villain in Age of Ultron, becomes mm. a hero, moves to anti-hero in WandaVision, kind of, and then she finally goes full villain here. Yeah. And I think this is kind of like you said, that turn back somewhere in the middle. She's still got her streaky uh, personality with her anger and her powers and everything. No way is she dead. I agree with you. No yeah, sure. shot. And and what's it called? You have the the dark hold isn't a thing anymore, so she can't be corrupted by it. You exactly. know. So now now she can be seen as 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 a good character, but also can be seen as a bad character because she she now knows the power that she has. Exactly. So, um, what did you think of America Chavez in this? I thought that she was actually one of the stands out standouts of the movie. Uh, I don't know how to say the actress's first name, so I apologize. It starts with an X. I don't know how to pronounce it. I know it's Gomez. It's the last yeah, name. Yeah, her last name is Gomez, but she does such a good job of portraying a young superhero who is really in way over her head as to what she could have ever expected. Yeah. And love the fact that she plays so well off of Doctor Strange in this movie. And in the end, that she's the one who essentially helps to defeat Wanda. Strange gave Strange helped Strange gave her the courage and the encouragement needed for her to be the one to help Wanda realize the error of her ways. Yeah, everything everything she did ever did led up to this moment. That's what he said. Yeah. And I like that she got the big moment at the end of the movie with the save and that she was more than just a plot device. You know, she wasn't just, oh, we need we need to go to a different universe. So have her pop through. No, everything made sense. And I, I thought that she was a re she's going to be a really great addition to the MCU. And she's probably going to be in the young Avengers whenever they do that. Yeah, she probably will be on. She, she most definitely. But the thing, what what's called um, the theory I wanted to mention. So my, my brother's friend who's also named Mike. So Mike, Mike's know a lot of things. So, so I've heard. We do. <laughs> but yeah, so my brother's friend Mike told me this theory after watching it. This is the second time I watched it. And this is also the second time he watched it too. So it was the fact that since America Chavez is the only person of any universe, she's the only one. So he believes that the Book of Ashanti is of either either the Book of Ashanti is her 
or she was a prophecy in the book of Ashanti that she was meant to be born. This is like, it's like, it's like Anakin in Star Wars. Like he's the chosen one, like kind of vibe. You know what I mean? So seeing that like she was born from the book in another universe. And that's why she was the only one that was ever created. Mm-hmm. And from that point, they keep searching and searching for this, for another version of her, but there's no other version. So the only way to find out like what her powers and how to stop all these things is to go to the book of Ashanti because that's the one thing that can solve almost anything. Yeah. And that's how you see it. And that's when I got to the point where before I was like, the book opened to the page and it was a star on the page before it got incinerated. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, I think there was some significance with that. Yeah. And you could also see around, around the book was like almost like a star looking shape around the book. Like it was like, it was like glass shards around it. And it was like brightening up like a star. And you could see when she opens up portals, that's how the same thing, you know? So it was a little, a little, a little theory or like a little, you know, not a theory, I guess, just a, just an idea that came into his head. And I was like, you know what? That's good. I'm going to use that. I like that. Yeah. No, I like I'm that. glad you gave him credit. I like that. I always give credit to people that deserve it. So, yeah. But yeah, no, overall, I, I'm rating this one like an 8.3 or an 8.4 out of 10. This was a really, really good time at the movies. Um, albeit the fact that I was a little bit under the weather. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I really, I, I good. This was a good one. Uh, it's, it didn't live up to the massive hype people set for themselves, but I think if you pull it back and you look at it from afar, it's the vision of a director and it's the story of two flawed characters in Wanda and Strange. And I mean, what more can you say than the fact that I think they nailed both of them? I will say that this movie was, from watching it the first time, I gave it around a 7.5 to an 8. That's how I ranged it around. After watching it a second time, I could... I could say it's definitely at least like an eight or an 8.1. Okay. You know? Yeah. That's how I could rate it. You know, and not, ex- you know, expecting a lot of stuff, didn't see what you wanted to see, but still gave a good story, still gave a good villain. And the the effects and the ominous and horror vibes that it gave off were great. Um, and it was, it was a great film overall. It, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed my time in the theater. It was good, especially seeing it when I saw it the second time I saw it in, in a, an RPX, which was really cool. For the record, I, I really hope that they let Sam Raimi helm the third one as well. Could it possibly could, and you never know. He could, you know. There were talks about Spider-Man Four with Toby. Maybe, maybe he'll direct it. You don't know. You don't yeah. know. The possibilities are endless, Mike. Okay. We are in the multiverse. We are in the multiverse of madness. You know. But yeah, I think that's going to do it here for us. Uh, so for all of us here at the MNN Marvel Mania Podcast, I've been Mike, and I've been Nick. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care, everyone.